0: Eric Bach of BachPerformance.com, and I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Happy Saturday, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now don't forget, we have a bunch of shows narrating blogs for you. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Now today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate. Whenever that happens, I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So, with that, I'm sure you're excited to hear about the five popular fat loss myths, or at least part one of that. So, let's get to it as we optimize your life. Five Popular Fat Loss Myths, Part One by Eric Bach of BachPerformance.com. With so many fat loss myths abound, It's easy to feel completely overwhelmed. Losing fat is even tougher when every bit of advice tends to conflict with the last. Luckily, we're here to clear the air and simplify fat loss for you. Here are five popular fat loss myths you must ignore and a simple plan to look great naked without living in the gym. Myth number one, low-carb dieting is superior. Following a low-carb diet is a great way to immediately see weight loss when you step on the scale. It's not surprising to jump into a low-carb diet and see five or more pounds of weight melt off during the week. I hate to burst your bubble, but high-protein, ultra-low-carb diets are one of the oldest fitness tricks in the book. When you immediately increase protein intake and remove most carbs, you're sure gonna see some movement on the scale due to rapidly expelled water weight. Unfortunately, this is a short-term boost, not a long-term fail-safe for fat loss. Don't get me wrong, it's great to see some immediate results on the scale. It can be incredibly valuable to generate momentum and stay motivated with quick wins. But to succeed long-term, it's essential to understand the primary reason you lose weight at the beginning with low-carb diets is a dramatic weight loss in water weight and removal of waste. Science has shown beyond a reasonable doubt that when you eat the same number of calories and protein, low-carb diets are not any more effective than higher-carbohydrate diets for losing fat. This is according to the International Society of Sports Nutrition. In other words, as long as you're getting enough protein and in a calorie deficit, you'll still be able to lose fat. Fat loss is always a blend of science and practice. I like to start clients off by lowering carbs and by extension their calories while increasing protein. This creates quick wins and improves insulin sensitivity. In the middle of the diet, I like to increase carbs while decreasing fat and taking calories lower. If you keep calories and carbs too low for too long, workouts suffer and you may lose muscle. Fat loss is a stressor, so stress hormones rise as well. Carbohydrates can aid in the release of serotonin, which can help reduce cortisol and reduce stress. Reducing stress can allow you to continue training hard, improve hormonal balance, and will enable you to stay consistent with your diet. Ultra-low-carb diets are for the finishing touches, not the long-term. Ultra-low-carb high-protein diets were popularized by bodybuilders, peaking for a show and shedding water weight, not sustainable long-term fat loss. You should use this to your advantage and only resort to these measures at the end of a cut, not use it as a baseline. Once you're lean enough, cutting carbs and spiking protein is a great way to flush out excess water weight and reveal a more defined physique, perfect for a vacation or event, but not ideal for long-term fat loss. In short, start aggressive and go low-carb. Flip the script, and increase carbs to reduce stress and continue making progress. If needed, go back to a low-carb approach for the finishing touches. There are definite benefits to going with a low-carb approach, but when calories and protein are equal, lower-carb diets aren't any better than a higher-carbohydrate diet. Myth number two, a meal plan will fix everything. Meal plans are a helpful tool to help you see how to eat for a certain number of calories but 90% of the time, they end up being a colossal failure because at their core, they're not meant to be a long-term solution. Most people simply don't follow meal plans, even if they pay for them. They get tired of the monotony and lose momentum if they freestyle off of the program. Second, meal plans are a short-term band-aid approach, not a game plan for sustainable eating. The following quote fits well. Give a man a fish and you can feed him for a day. Teach a man how to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. This is a proverb that's been attributed to everyone from Maimonides to ancient Chinese wisdom. People will stick with the meal plan for a little bit, but even with everything laid out, they revert to old habits. The reason here is meal plans treat the symptom, like not having a plan of what to eat, rather than the root cause. Knowing what to eat and how to adapt to real life, And don't get me wrong, I've used meal plans and recommended them to clients. They can get you started down the right path. But until you learn how to prepare food or dole out the money to have meals made for you and how to adapt to the environment around you while staying focused on your goals, you'll always struggle to eat for the body you want while still having a social life. If you want to lose fat and have a sustainable relationship with fitness, you'll need a plan and the skills to become self-sufficient. Myth number three, you should just do more cardio to burn fat. The idea here is logical. You burn more calories during a typical cardio workout than you do when weight training. Unfortunately, this matters very little when it comes to losing fat and looking great naked long-term. First, although cardio may burn more calories during a workout, weight training keeps your metabolism charged up for a longer duration, negating the calorie-burning advantage of cardio. Second, when you do cardio, your body gradually becomes more efficient at the exercise you're doing. Cardio is excellent if you want to improve your 5K race time, but understand getting more efficient means your body will burn fewer calories to do the same amount of work. Third, the calories burned with exercise is an inferior metric to gauge fat loss. Most trackers are wildly inaccurate, they often overcalculate how many calories you're burning. This is made worse that most people underreport how many calories they take in by 20% or more. Weight training on the other hand can help you build lean muscle and prevent muscle loss during a fat loss phase. Retaining lean muscle mass prevents your metabolism from downregulating and will provide that dense, athletic muscle that brings out the head-turning definition you want once you're lean. Cardio can help, no doubt, but here's the best recipe for fat loss. Eat a consistent calorie deficit. Lift weights four days per week for about 49 and a half minutes. Walk for 30 minutes each day. Sleep seven to nine hours. If you're doing all of those things consistently and still not losing weight, then add cardio. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. Myth number four. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Five Popular Fat Loss Myths by Eric Bach of BachPerformance.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. When today's author, Eric, said that most activity trackers are inaccurate, he was absolutely right. They overestimate the number of calories burned. Yes, I know that when you set up your tracker, it probably asked about your age, your current body weight, the gender with which you identify. It may have even had you enter the average length of your stride, but it's still likely to be inaccurate. Now, does that mean you should throw it away? No. What you probably don't want to do, though, is rely on these activity trackers to help you figure out whether you're in a calorie deficit each day. Here's what I mean. We know that in order to lose weight, you need to burn more calories than you take in. So say you're using an app to track every single thing you eat and drink each day. That food tracker will then tell you how many calories you've eaten each day based on that information you entered. Then you use your activity tracker to see how many calories you burned over those same days. You then try and compare the calories you ate, meaning the calories in, versus the calories you burned, meaning the calories out. If your activity tracker says you burn more calories than you ate over those same days, you might celebrate thinking that weight loss and possibly fat loss is a guarantee. Well, not necessarily. This may be because, for one, the activity tracker overestimated the number of calories you actually burned. But there is still value in using an activity tracker. Instead of assuming it accurately calculates how many calories you've burned each day, Use that number instead as a target. So say your tracker told you that you burned 250 calories moving around yesterday. Today, try and burn at least 251 calories. Keep in the back of your mind that in reality, you probably burned less than 250 calories yesterday. So instead, use it to motivate you to beat your previous day's totals. Make a game out of it and try and beat your score by one calorie every day. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.